0: Yo, what's good? What good? It is your boy S. Dot Foster, back for another episode of Twenty Eight Minutes or Less, and this is Episode One Thirty Two of the podcast. And I have a very special guest with me today—a person that's been trying to get on the pod for a while, and uh, I took so long. and started their own podcast, man. I got my second-born son Jacoby in the building with me. So, how you feeling, little homie? Mm, feeling good, feeling good. That's good. That's good. So we'll get into, you know, you starting the podcast a little later, um, later on in the pod. But this is what I want to start with, right? So this is something I've been saying on the podcast for a long time. I don't know if you ever heard it because I don't really think you'd be listening to my material like, you know, a lot. Plus, I do a lot of material anyway but anyway so this is something i've been saying a lot mainly i say it on the viewers anonymous shout out to my guy schools bronson is that i say it jokingly but i kind of do you kind of like how my parents did me in the beginning so i jokingly say i'm a bad parent for letting you watch some of the movies that i let you watch right and what i mean by that is i don't really censor the things you watch as far as like Horror movies and TV shows, and all types of stuff like that. So, what I want to start with this is something that you have been very interested in in for a long time. And you are a big fan of the Child's Play slash Chucky stuff. So, what was, because I don't think I was necessarily your introduction into Chucky. When, When did Chucky become a huge part? for a 13 year old, when did that become a huge part of you watching Chucky?
1: Well, it all started when I was just sitting in the house one day and I was, I was so bored because I didn't know what to do. I was like, what should I watch? And then I, then I just looked up, I just looked up child and then that pulled up and I was like, "About a, it's about a dog that is basically in a human form. And I was like, that sounds pretty stupid. And I just you know, started watching it and it's just, the
0: blood and gores what I like. so that's what it gravitated to you so and the funny thing is it's the fact that like i mean i think the first chucky came out well obviously it came out in the early 90s the late 80s but it's just the fact of you picking up on and enjoying the movie that came out way before your time because i mean you was born and you know, I'm saying the mid 2000s, and for you to gravitate towards a film like you know, the child's plays and all that type stuff, which one would you say is your favorite one?
1: Probably the second one because it's like the first one was okay, but then the second is where it like picks up from where, and then Andy's a little older, and then stuff like and then, um this is my favorite one because a certain reason because
0: it's way more girl than the first one and the first one was just stupid talk to me Jackie. well i mean first of all see i like to use this term of the element of surprise right and the element of surprise is when you are introducing a new character or a new person to the world right so when it came to the first one we never really had like the concept of what Chucky was right there's never been a movie of that kind like there's been movies of like evil dolls and stuff like that but it wasn't in the form of Chucky so the the way that they chose to introduce Chucky to the world was like that way like they gave us Charles Lee Ray running from the cop you know, the whole thing of the cop shooting him, he's putting his soul into the doll, And so they're slowly, slowly building the story. But you also got to understand with the first one being the very first one, no one is going to believe you. So like when she did the whole scene of like telling Chucky to talk because Andy's telling her this whole time, like, Like, Mom, like it was Chucky's fault. And you know, his name's Ashley Charles Lee Ray and all of this type stuff. And so when she finally started getting convinced, she had, that was the only way to really do it, was like she had to threaten him of throwing him into the fireplace or whatever. And that's when he finally woke up like, okay, like the jig is up. I can't keep pretending this stuff anymore. So then when you get to the second one, it's more of like okay like we know that this doll is real and so i think that one of the reasons why we got a little bit more gore in the second one is because we know of the character and we don't really have to build the character so that's why i think that the first one is it's interesting that you say stupid though like, why, why would you say that the first one was stupid?
1: Because it's just like, you can't throw around a little doll, like it probably went faster than you. She's she just throwing them across the room and stuff. Like she don't know what you could possibly do, but then I use the term stupid because it's just a stupid decision that she made, but that's usually what the main character does. It does something stupid and then it ends up getting killed later anyway.
0: <laughs> well, that, that's definitely something, but The thing is like, that's a formula to horror movies, especially like horror movies that have like supernatural killers and stuff. As far as Michael Myers, as far as, you know, Jason Voorhees and all that type stuff. It's like, they have to do things where it is more, I can see how you can, you were as stupid but i think that if everybody is extremely smart you don't really have a movie you know what i'm saying because if everybody's like like my whole thing with chucky is if you grab a hold of him like he's two foot nothing he weighs nothing just hold him don't let him go like what else is he gonna do but if you do that The movie's going to be, what, five minutes long? Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to have some things in it to where it's like, all right, yeah, this was a stupid decision or whatever, but you have to add, you know what I'm saying, some meat to a movie and all this type of stuff. So as far as, like, the horror feel, what else intrigues you? Well, I don't usually watch
1: these type of movies, but usually like those one movies that has a plot like the enemies to lovers and stuff like that like how the movie starts out and then at first they just start hating each other but then like in the middle i just like romantic movies and stuff like that other than, well yeah and then also TV shows, like, those have TV shows, too, because those really impress me because of how the actors just stick to somebody who they don't even really like in real life. And it's just so surprising that they are that they work so good in.
0: I mean, this is true. This is what I have noticed, that you are more of a TV show, TV series type of person than a movie person. It's like usually when I, you know, when I step into your room, you know, you are you know, which was your first episode, was about All-American. And it was something that I seen that you picked up on and something I enjoy you watched. And you like that other show, um, what is it, Genie in Georgia or something like that? Yeah, that. So, how did those shows come about? Like what made you click on that?
1: Well, All-American, as far as it comes, because I saw spoilers because, you know, people like post spoilers and stuff, and I was just like, hmm, I show up because I loved football at the time I started watching that show, and then I was just like, "Mm, hmm, All-American. Like, I didn't understand what the title meant at first, but once I got deeper into the show, I understand what the title meant, so. And the reason why I picked up on um, Jenny and Georgia was because I just it just seemed interesting like I just read the I watched the first part and I was like hmm like they were moving into a new complete different state and then they just like have their off and on moments and stuff like that but then as I got deeper into the show which only has two seasons they need to come out a third one but the thing I, I really like the second season because it's like where all the drama happens like People stop being friends for a while and stuff like that and then it just really it just really surprised me on how well these actors work these days
0: This, that's interesting but like what so are you telling me that my son is a true romantic is that what you telling me
1: No, not, it's not like that. I'm not a true romantic person. There is another show that I watch that is completely different from romance, but it's just shows. I like more of a TV show for that. Like, I could sit through like a two hour movie and stuff like that, but I'd rather spend like the whole day watching a TV show.
0: Yeah, look, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I was more like coming up because this is stuff that you don't have to deal with being the age that you are right so coming up we didn't have on demand and we didn't have streaming and and all that type stuff so it was appointment tv so it was more like all right so you like this show well it comes on on tuesdays at eight o'clock so every tuesday You would have to sit down in front of the TV and watch it, watch it with the commercials and all of that type stuff, and they might not re-air it again till maybe, like, I don't know, Saturday or something at 12 o'clock at night. So, it was just like, that's how TV was when I was growing up. So, you had to actually clear your schedule and be like, all right, like, this is what time this show come on, this is what day this show come on, so I have to sit there and watch it then. So, with you being the age that you are you have streaming you can watch the show at any time that you want and all of that type stuff so things are a little different now so i was more of a movie person but now that i'm older and i love to watch a story develop and the best way to have a story develop with great content is a show and a tv show which i've seen to notice that that's something that you have an ability of doing is watching a TV show, getting the plot of it, getting the whole thing of developing it, but also appreciating it. Because when you told me that you started a podcast, I'm like, okay, like what, what are you talking about? What are you know the things that you're doing? And so you told me it was like movies and TV shows. i was like, okay, well, I've always noticed you had an appreciation for it but i didn't know that you had that much of appreciation for it to sit back and do it so we talked about chucky we talked about genie and georgia all american and things like that right so something else that i noticed about you when you were very young right you wasn't into like cartoons like that right like I noticed you watching things like when you were 8, nine, ten years old, you were watching things like Sam & Cat, iCarly, and stuff like that, which was considered like teenage shows. So what what intrigued you to start watching like teenage shows when you were like 8, 9 years old?
1: Well, really because when I was, like you said, when I was young, I, well, the tea, I mean, well, you're the, still
0: young, but... The, well, yeah,
1: I know that, but... that The shows that I really wanted to watch, like those cartoon shows, didn't come on until until like five hours from now. And then I was just like, no, nah, I'm not going to watch that. So then, that's when I just saw iCarly, and it started in like five minutes or something like that. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to watch that. And then it just... That I really picked up those cartoons when I turned, like, 12. Like, I can't stop watching SpongeBob now. And I never even watched that when I was a kid. Because it always... Well, of course, we got streaming stuff like that today and stuff. Like, um... Oh, yeah, and, um... Sam and Cat. Well, I really picked up on them the same time I did iCarly because it came on, like, right after iCarly, and I was just like... And then the first time I started watching, I was just like... Hmm, it's really interesting. I might watch this the same time next week or something like that. And then I just really started picking up on it and then I was just like, mm, this is a really good show for me to watch. And then um that's why I usually watch more of the older shows and like shows I should be watching at the age I am right now. Like the age I am right now, I shouldn't even know what freaking um what you call it. Well what grown ups do, I'm not gonna say it because I'm just not going to say it, and then, um, like, kids these days, they usually don't know about it till they're like 18, but they're for me because I wasn't really censored when I was watching shows and stuff like that, so I watched the most R-rated movies and stuff like that with all the F scenes and all that stuff. And I just really picked up on more older shows and little kids shows because I don't really watch those that much.
0: Yeah. I mean, and and a lot of it, you know, have to do with me. And which is, and like I said in the beginning of the podcast, like I make jokes and say like, you know, I'm a bad parent and all that type of stuff like that. I just think there's different ways of parenting, right? And like for me, now I've never taken you to a movie that was R-rated. Like, every time we've gone to the movies, it's always been at least probably like somewhere around PG-13. Because, like, we went and seen Avenger movies. We went and seen... We went and saw The Lion King one time, which that was, like, PG. Um, we went and saw Wakanda Forever. Like, movies like that, in that lane. Like, I've never taken you to see, like, you know, like, a movie like The Conjuring or, you know, something like that. Because I remember... The only thing, the far back that I can remember the first time I ever went to the movies that I can remember, it was in 1995. I was 10 years old. And me, my sister and cousins and, you know, everybody, we went and saw Candyman 2. Right? And Candyman to me is, out of all other people, he's he stands out because one thing that I've never done was look in the mirror and say Candyman five times, right? I just, that's just things that I don't mess with. But I've never had an issue. I was exposed to things when I was young the same way you are exposed to things that are young. So the things that I expect out of you is because you're taking in adult content, as far as movies that are PG 13 and rated R and things like that, as far as adult content, but in that instance, I think that you are mature enough to handle it. So now maybe when it comes to other things, maybe not so much, but we still working on that. We still got it. But so you started a podcast, but What's interesting to me is something that I heard from a teacher last year when you were in the seventh grade. And I was told that, okay, so let's back up a little bit. Me and you, we have these conversations. You know what I'm saying? Father, son conversations as far as like, and I probably started these conversations with you when you was like eight, seven or eight years old. Like, what do you want to do when you get older? And you know, obviously, you know, you said you know the basketball and all this type of stuff like that. But I'm like, yeah, but you gotta have a backup plan because more times than not, that's a profession that's very hard to get into. So you would say things like you know, UPS driver or something like that, which is completely fine. You know what I'm saying I'm a delivery driver myself. I don't see nothing wrong with the profession. But then. What Something that we noticed was was that you wasn't the hugest school person, right? So, I kind of got this idea in my head that you didn't necessarily want to go to college. So, we had this conversation like a year ago, a year and a half ago, and he was like, that I think that you know, I'm thinking a little bit more on this college thing. And so, I'm like, okay, do you have a college in mind? You tell me UCLA. So I'm like, that's fine. That's, you know, that's something to strive for. Very tough to get into. But I told you that I would do everything in my power to try to help that. So then I'm talking to one of your teachers and they tell me the reason that you want to go to UCLA is because you want to be an actor. So is that just from you watching content makes you want to be an actor or is there something else that had acting to catch your eye?
1: Well, really just, you know, sitting down and watching the TV show or movie. It was just like, oh, I wish I could be there and stuff like that to talk to that person about a certain thing. And then I was just like, and then I was thinking one day, I was just like, why don't I try to be an actor in case you know the basketball thing don't take off? So that's so that was just something I started thinking about one day, and then I was just, I told you about it of course, and then uh, it's just something that really came from watching the TV show or movie that wanted me to become an actor. Like I, like I talk to TV shows and movies, don't humiliate me or stuff like that. I just like watching TV shows and I want to feel like I'm in the TV show. So, I like talk to the TV or my phone or something like that. So, I just go like, ain't no way he just did that and stuff like that. And then, of course, Tay comes barging in the room. But, yeah, it's just me feeling like I'm in the TV show makes me want to become an actor so I'm actually in the TV show talking to someone.
0: No, like, dude, that's completely fine. Like, I get it, like... I, me personally, I never wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be someone that was more behind the scenes. Like, I have an idea, which I spoke about this before. Um, maybe not on this platform, but on like the Viewers Anonymous, but I have an idea for a movie that I want to do as far as like writing a script and like just being behind the scenes of like, I've seen so many movies throughout my life and I feel like, for instance, the horror field is not as great as it was previously. So I feel like I have an idea of a movie and the type of person that I want to do, you know what I'm saying, to add my idea to it. So I've always wanted to be more behind the scenes but not in front of the camera. So. With you being able to, to watch it, what what is the field that you would want to be more into? Like, okay, let me ask you this first. So you'll be 14 at the end of this year. What age would you feel comfortable with trying to do something?
1: Maybe around at least 18 because... know me still 13 Me still you know don't like being in front of big crowds like that but i got my own little friend group you know it's like if i'm around a group of people that i don't know sometimes i start trembling when i'm talking so just me right now i don't think the message isn't for me right now so that's why when i like grow up and be like 18 and i'm more mature and i don't care what people think that's when i really want to start picking up on the acting thing because i don't because then people go come up to me at school, talk about some. Oh, you think you're be an actor? And then I'm just gonna take it offensive and stuff like that. So that's why I, well, I still don't care what people think right now, but I'm gonna try at a later date because like you said, I'm gonna be 14 at the end of this year. And all it takes is just four more years and then I'm out the house and stuff like that, off to college, off to do good things, I hope. And you know, It's just really 18 is the
0: age where sparks start. Yeah, I mean, look, I see what you're saying. And first of all, that's very conscious of you. That's very smart of you. And, you know, we we had the conversation of, like, you know, when you enter high school about having you take drama classes, which is now the thing about drama classes, like, y'all are more than likely going to do, you know, older plays that are really kind of played out, probably a lot of Shakespeare stuff and all that type stuff. But even with that being said, to be an actor, you gotta be very well-rounded. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta be able to, especially very early, you gotta be able to play things that's in your character or things that are not your character. As far as like, you know, you have to be able to be in a movie and be a love interest you got to be able to be in a movie or be portrayed as like a thug or something like that or you have to be able to be in a movie to where you know what i'm saying you know may get killed or murdered in a movie so you know you got to be able to play dead or whatever the case may be so you have to be you know well-rounded and be able to accept things that you're like, you know what, that's not really my character. That's not really who I am. But it may, be have, it may have to be something that you have to do in the beginning to get yourself prepped for it. And I think that what drama could do for you is first of all, being able to read a script and remember your lines. But not only remember your lines, but you have to remember your lines in front of a crowd of people. Now obviously y'all are gonna do it in class and you have to do it in front of your classmates and your teachers and stuff like that first. But then you have to be able to get comfortable with being in front of people. Because eventually that's gonna come. Like a lot of the greatest actors came from theater. And a lot of them still even do theater to this day to really kind of prep their skills. But um, but no, that, that's very smart that you don't wanna get into it too, too early. Um, it's also smarter you to be able to realize that you may not be ready for it yet because there is a thing of, you know, a lot of these actors, young actors who start early, you know, I'm not gonna say that all of them was not guided well, but I think that a lot of them was thrust into a situation and I just wasn't ready for the fame yet how do you feel about fame like would you want to be more do you want to be an actor because you appreciate the work or you want to be an actor because it can potentially get you a lot of money
1: well the work really because if i have a lot of money i don't want people that i know coming up to me talking about hey can i borrow like a million dollars and stuff like that like if i'm popular I'd rather stay at home, you know, do it, read over my lines and stuff like that, than be out in the regular world that we live in right now, where paparazzi just coming up to you, taking pictures. So I would just stay in the house, you know, work on my lines for a movie or TV show or something like that. And, yeah, it just really comes with that because seeing what paparazzi doing these days and that's not something I really want to be in and the money part is just I'd rather do it for the work because the money because the money don't really mean nothing money's just money and you know paying off houses credit cards and stuff like that but I don't want people coming up to me from, like, middle school that I barely even knew coming up to me talking about something. Or, do you think I can hold a couple dollars or something like that? No, not letting you hold no dollar. <laughs>
0: That's funny. So, what's the name of your podcast?
1: Jacoby's Highlights of Movies and TV show.
0: Okay. So, uh, we spoke about this before, but just for the audience, what made you finally just be like you know what I'm gonna go on here I'm gonna figure out where to go and how to start a podcast you you know you created your cover art you created the name of your show and you did your first episode what made you finally do it
1: well just coming in here every day and seeing you do it with no problem I just was like hmm because i was sitting in my room board one day and then it just popped up on an ad. And i was like hmm something about podcasts and i just you know downloaded it and then i was just like and then that's where the name really comes from because i didn't really know what to call it at first but i, I was just thinking and i was like hmm. and then i was like hmm, I'm, I'm gonna do my first one on the all-american so I, I was going to call it Jacoby's favorite parts, but then i was just like, no, that's, that's too... Yeah, so I just didn't really do that. And then I just really like to do the my favorite parts of the show. So I was just like, hmm, Jacoby's highlights of movies and TV shows sound really good because it's just me basically just saying my favorite parts of the show or movie.
0: Yeah. Um... Coming up with a name is very difficult because you want to be able to come up with something that is you want to come up with something that's catchy, but then you also want to come up with something that's meaningful to you. Something that you can deal with. Something that you don't mind telling people about. And like you know, me and Scoots came up with the name Viewers Anonymous together. Um, We were just on the phone one day and we, we brainstorming, coming up with ideas He ended up saying viewers And then I'm sitting there like I don't know man, you know anonymous And he was like boom, that's it We're going to call it viewers anonymous And then like When I did the Stolen Time podcast Which I felt Out of all the podcasts that I do That that name Was the most special one Because number one, it was the first one But then at the same time, the meaning that was behind it. And my meaning for the name of the Stolen Time podcast was knowing the podcast game as it is, there are a lot of famous people who do podcasts. So the way I looked at it was, all right, so I'm not famous. Nobody really knows me. So if you take the time to listen to my podcast, I felt that I didn't earn your time yet. But I have stolen your time. That's how I came up with the name of the Stolen Time Podcast. And as far as 28 minutes less, that's just me combining two things into one. My football number was number eight. My basketball number was number 20. 28. And then I was just like, all right, minutes or less. Because when I started this podcast, I was still doing... the. Um, the 28... I mean, excuse me. I was still doing the Stutter Time podcast. And those episodes, you know, that I used to do with Uncle Washington, uh, rest in peace to my guy. Like, those podcasts used to be <sighs> our 45, two-hour podcast. So when I initially started the 28 Minutes or Less, I wanted the podcast to be around 28 minutes. 28 to 30 minutes. But when that podcast went away... I started putting That type of energy Over here to this podcast But I just Didn't want to change the name So that's how I came up With that So you did your first episode You talked about All-American What Do you have ideas for Other podcasts that you Want to do
1: mm. Oh, not really i mean it's just coming up with the show name and stuff like that it's just like at first you're like hmm, i'm not gonna make another podcast that i'm fine with mine right now but i feel like in a later time if i actually decided to do this because you know i'm kid, i'm still clueless and stuff like that but yeah it just comes it just comes with stuff like that i'm like Hmm, I'm just gonna stick to this one podcast right now, but I don't really know, because I could possibly think of another podcast I could do, like, basically just talking about famous people, like, I can come up with that idea one day, I could just be like, hmm, I want to do a podcast, but it's not gonna be on my regular podcast, so I'm gonna start brainstorming the names and stuff like that, and then I'm just gonna come up with a the name, then just talk about, like, one person at a time, like, I just go like I'm gonna talk about this person, this episode, and the next episode I'm gonna talk about this person. But for right now, I'm just gonna stick to my Jacoby highlights of movies and TV shows.
0: Yeah, no, that's what I what I mean is your idea for your next podcast. Like you did All American. Like, like is your next episode gonna be Ginny and Georgia, or is it gonna be you know? One of the child play movies. I mean more like that. Not starting another podcast. I'm in the next episode.
1: Uh, Now that I think about it, it's probably going to end up being about child's play because I just really desire those type of movies. Well, mainly because of Dolls Short, just like me. So I just think of, I just go like, hmm, I really really enjoy that type of movie. So it's probably just going to be a child's play episode.
0: Now, okay, so first of all I heard you say something a second ago Don't say that you're clueless You're not clueless And so I listened to the first episode um, You know, for the audience It's only four minutes Four minutes and like 32 seconds For your first podcast And for you to do it Without even speaking to me first um, I don't have A quote-unquote criticism just more of like I think what you have to understand and realize about podcast is I don't know if you ever heard this term of theater of the mind right so theater of the mind is basically you have to paint a picture for people right as in a way of like either they never seen the movie or that or they never seen the show or you're able to paint a picture uh, an audio picture for people right so that's what I do on this podcast when I break down a movie or I break down you know I got um, which you shouldn't listen to but like I got my my, my gangster series where I would pick a you know a gangster from the 70s or the 80s or whatever and I would just go through you know their time and then their downfall and things like that I'm giving it to people in a way of like, they never heard of this person or they never seen this person. So you have to paint an audio picture for people. So when I listen to it, you just have to give more details. You have to paint the picture out for a person so where if they never seen it, you gave them a really good understanding of so that's really to be the only thing that i would say and lastly i'm proud of you. um i feel like this podcast is going really well i feel like you know you starting your own you know having an idea of something that you want to start um because I've heard a lot of stories because I listen to a lot of podcasts about actors in their beginning, either how they started or where they started, the struggles that they have. Because one thing about actors are basically they're unemployed. Basically, I mean, you go from job to job. You never know when you're going to get a job. You don't know how long you're going to be able to sustain this job. You know, a lot of them had to start in commercials and all types of little stuff like that. So it's so a long road ahead, long road ahead. But I am proud of you. And um, I don't know, man. I mean, I think that's, I think that's how I'm going end the pod, man. Other than I'm proud of you, I love you, I appreciate you. And you got any last words to say to the people?
1: Well, really thanks for listening to the podcast because it's usually just him talking by himself and then people taking the time out of their day to listen to yeah. me and you at the same time. It's really an honor to me even be on your podcast because at first I was mad because I didn't get in to listen to my podcast, but then you taught me and I was just like, no, I don't really care what they say. Yeah. Well, how much people view and stuff like that. I mean... Still, for that one person to even listen to my podcast, just an honor to me. If anybody even really listens to it, it's really an honor to me. That's all I got know, Um uh,
0: For a disclaimer, your account isn't set up all the way, so it's only on Anchor, so I gotta fix your account to where it will go to Spotify, Apple, and all those type places. So. It's really hard to even find your podcast. So that's number one. And that's on me, which I'm going to fix that. But you have the right and the correct positive attitude. That is a great response because that's how I felt when I started six years ago on SoundCloud. You know, I put that first episode out and, you know, the introduction on the Stolen Time podcast. And it was just like... You know it's been a journey and what I've learned throughout this podcast journey is you know you have to appreciate the small things but I do the podcast because I love doing podcasts I love the art of podcast. so I'm not doing it to get famous I'm not doing it to build like a huge fan base all this type of stuff when you do something for the love Now, would I like to get paid, paid for it? Yeah, I mean, that'd be great. But I do it because I love it. That's why I asked you the question, did you want to be an actor because of the art or if you wanted to be an actor because you want to be famous and get money? And you had a phenomenal answer. So, it was an honor to have you on the podcast. I know you've been asking for a while. People heard your young, young voice. or People who were been with me since the Stolen Time Podcast days when I had you say the Stolen Time Podcast, you know, for the intro. Uh, shout out for Casey for uh, you know, plugging it in there and those old intros. But um, but I think that's uh I think that's all we got today, man. Um, you know, appreciate um my guy Casey. Um you know, did the intro, background music, all the type stuff. I appreciate everything he does for the podcast. I appreciate him supporting the podcast. Um, shout out to my guy, Scooch Bronson, that uh, I've been doing the Viewers Anonymous with. Um, you know, we've been doing that going on, maybe coming up on like four years on that podcast. So, uh, keep supporting over there. Man, we coming up on 300 episodes very soon. And the last episode we dropped was, what did we do? We did Double Take. So check out Double Take on all major platforms. Um, shout out to my guy C, shout out to E Carter, shout out to JD, and, uh, you know, shout out to Yuko uh, coming on here. He did a really, really good job. But uh, I'm going to end it here. Uh, this was episode what is this? 132 of the 28 Minutes or Less podcast, and we out.